Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast because it's the end of the week. It's just you and me chatting it up. And I already warned you that this that this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we're going to be talking about different forms of abuse. Why? Because knowledge is power and the more we know, the better we can do. And maybe this isn't for you, but maybe it is for somebody that you know. And this Friday episode, we're going to talk about sexual abuse. And a lot of times we hear a lot of focus on childhood sexual abuse, which is a horrible, awful thing. But we don't talk as much about abuse happening to women um, and not just abuse by strangers. Actually, majority of the time, women will be abused by somebody they know. That's all, for all abuse cases. People are, are generally abused by people they know. It is, I uh, think, two-thirds, two-thirds of abuse cases happen by somebody that people know. You're, you're far more likely to abuse, but be abused by somebody you know, including a spouse, an intimate partner, anything like that. No means no means no. And you may have been brought up in a similar manner that I was that with the idea that you can't be raped by your spouse or your significant other. And that's simply not true. If you don't want to have sex with your partner, your husband, your wife, or anything like that, and they have sex with you anyways, that is rape. And I know that's really hard to hear for some people because you're like, but that's my significant other. But if they're consistently not listening when you say no, maybe they're coercing you into it. Maybe they're forcing you into it. I know when I was in my abusive relationship, there was several times that I said I didn't want to have sex, but my ex went ahead and had sex with me anyways. That is rape. That is rape. That is rape. That is rape. And I'm sorry, my voice is um cracking up. I uh, was sick, so my voice hasn't fully recovered yet. The reason that I wanted to touch on this is because a lot of times we're brought up with this idea, like I said, that we can't be raped by our significant others. But also we have to be aware, like I said in the beginning of childhood sexual abuse, um, somebody who abuses one person is more likely to abuse another. So if you're being raped by your significant other, what's to say that they're not uh, sexually abusing your children as well? And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but it it comes with a lot of statistics that I, I actually was just reading an article about this because I'm going to be writing a paper on the effects of domestic violence on children. And it says that children whose parents are being abused by another parent are more likely to be abused themselves, including sexual abuse. So 
it's important, not just for us, but for our children, that we be aware of these different kinds of abuses so that we can be sure that we protect them from these sort of things and protect ourselves too. You know, the mentality 50 years ago was, you know, what happens in the home stays in the home. People should mind their own business. Um, A man is superior to a woman. His wife is his property. Uh, He can do what he wants to make sure his wife stays in line. That was the sort of mentality like 50, 60 years ago. That's not the mentality today. And we don't have to be put through that sort of thing. No means no means no. And now we don't need to just talk about sexual abuse when it comes to your significant other, but this could be, we could talk about sexual assault from somebody you know. Yeah, it's domestic violence awareness month, but sexual assault, sexual abuse, that is something that, you know, Yes, majority of the time it will be somebody you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a spouse or significant other or even a parent. Um, In my case, growing up, I was molested as a child by my uncle. So it could be a family member. Now, this is not to scare you and be like, hey, I should never leave my kids alone with anybody ever. But you have to be weary and you have to have conversations with your kids so your kids know that it's safe for them to talk to you. You know, what is sexual assault? Like, we have talked about sexual assault, especially here in the United States uh, um, lately with the whole Kavanaugh thing. But um, what is it? Like, you know, what are the, the signs of sexual assault? And sexual assault is an act in which a person intentionally sexually touches another person without that person's consent or coerces or physically forces a person to engage in sexual act against their will. So this doesn't necessarily need to, you need to have penetration for this to happen. Um, like it said, any sexual act, uh, this can be somebody forcing you to give them a blowjob. This could be somebody um, ejaculating on you um, when you're not willing to have them do that or, you know, put their dick up against your back. There's so many ways it can happen. But then, of course, yes, penetration definitely is one. Um, penetration of any orifice. And this doesn't just happen in heterosexually. This actually happens in a lot of, uh, to a lot of gay people as well. Gay and bisexual people. And it becomes such a messy a messy thing, a messy topic, because we're taught that our voices don't matter and that we shouldn't speak up. We see things that we're like, you know, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I was listening to, or I was reading an article the other day about somebody who was talking about having to go through um, coming forward about their rape. And I never came forward about mine, but about the rape kit and all the things they had to go through and having to have pictures taken of them naked as proof because I mean our bodies are the proof for when we are sexually assaulted so it's not an easy process and know that men men also men and women do get sexually assaulted men can be sexually assaulted too and ladies listening 
if your man says he doesn't want to have sex with you and you force him to have sex with you, guess what you just did? You know, sometimes I hear women think that it doesn't, it doesn't, um, cover them. You know, we'll see men like, oh, I saw this guy with this nice ass at the concert and I went up and slapped that ass. Well, that's sexual harassment. Like why, like you, how would you feel somebody did that to you? It, it goes both ways. So let's not forget men in this conversation. But I'm talking about this because this is a form of abuse, is sexual abuse, sexual assault. Um, yes, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we're talking about what happens in your home, but this can also happen with just people you know. I mean, look at the all of the allegations that came out against priests in the Catholic Church recently. Like, this is, this is real shit. Like, my uncle who molested me, he was a child pastor um, in the church that we were attending. And the church said all the children were lying and actually raised money for his attorney. So they said he was a man of God and he couldn't do stuff like that. He, he wouldn't do anything like that. So this is a real problem of people who are victims being suppressed and saying, like, being invalidated and saying, hey what happened to you really didn't happen to you. It really didn't matter. It really wasn't the way you thought it was, you know, anything like that. But we have to be very mindful about those things. What kind of message are we sending to our children? What kind of message are we sending to those around us? We need to be very, very careful about what we're saying, the kind of jokes or memes or stuff like that, that you're, you might be sharing about sexual assault. And this is not a political party thing. This is a human thing. Uh, You know, when we start doubting a victim's testimony, then we start telling victims that we don't believe them and they shouldn't come forward. Yes, are there false allegations that happen? Absolutely. It's less than 10% of allegations are false. That is statistics from the FBI. Um, Some some cities, it's closer to 10%. Some cities, it's as low as 1%. Uh, that's false allegations. So this is across the United States. Women, only 30%, 31% of women come forward about their sexual assault, like actually um, come forward about it and report it. So 69% of women do not report it. So we're talking about women are seven times more likely, almost seven times more likely to not come forward about this than um, men are to be falsely accused or women falsely accused too. Let's not forget that women can and rape men as well, but I, I think it's more women that are falsely accusing men. Uh, I think we've gotten to the point where a lot of people are thinking that false allegations are far more likely than they are. One in four women will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. So that means women have a 25% chance of being sexually assaulted while men have less than a 1% chance of of being falsely accused. Because yes, of all the accusations that come forward, it's, you know, less than 10%. But then you got to think about the whole, you know, the population that is male. So the chances of you actually being accused and then actually being falsely accused are very, very, very small. So we really need to be careful but that's not the point i'm not i'm not trying to get on a tangent about about 
that whole thing, that whole mess. I made a whole Facebook Live about it, and I'll link it up in the show notes, inspiredwomenpodcast.com, so you can listen to my what I had to say about that for both sides too. Um, but I wanted you to know, it's no means no means no. That means if you tell your significant other, your um, spouse, your romantic partner, no, I do not want to have sex, and they force you to have sex anyways, that is rape. So if you say, no, I don't want to give you a blowjob, and they shove your face down there anyways, that is sexual assault. This is something we need to be aware of. And and <clears throat> if it, this has only happened one time, maybe it just needs to, it requires a conversation, right? Like, you know, saying, hey, I don't know if you realize what you did, but it, that was wrong. It, and you can't ever do that to me again. I'm not talking, I'm talking about with a significant other. I'm not talking about like outside of that. And I'm not talking about if it was like, I'm not talking about like full on assault, super like forceful. I'm talking about where you're just like, I, that was uncomfortable. Um, I'm hoping this doesn't come out the wrong way. But if this is consistent, this is happening all the time. It's very forceful. Like you say, no, you, you know, you're like tied up in a ball and they force you to do this. That, that is a problem. That is a problem. And if it can, and if it's consistent like that, it's more likely to continue to happen. And when one sign of abuse starts happening, the likelihood that more abuse will happen is very highly likely. So I want to encourage you to not stay in a relationship like that of somebody who can't respect your sexual boundaries, who cannot respect you as a human and can't respect your body and when and can't respect that when you say no, no means no. And also be mindful that you if you especially if you have children because the likelihood that it will happen to them as well um is is pretty high. It's pretty high. Um, like I said earlier, the likelihood that a, a child will be abused along with a parent being abused is very, very high. So we, we need to stop the cycle. We need to stop it. And if you found this helpful at all, please share this out. I am no way, shape or form an expert. I, I really highly encourage you to, to seek out professional help if this is something you're going through. Um, a psychologist should be trained in this. Look for somebody who has that sort of training that says that in their verbiage. You know, you can call them up and ask them, hey, have you dealt with sexual assault survivors? I need to talk to somebody. Talk to them. I mean, I've recently realized I haven't fully healed from my rape and that's something that I need to heal myself. And so my therapist and I are working pretty closely on that. And so, yes, even though it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, be aware that this stuff can happen also outside of your family, outside of your romantic relationships. So I just, my thoughts are with all of you and I hope that you will stay safe and know that you do not have to be in any sort of relationship that where somebody does not treat you with respect and respect your boundaries. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for your patience with my voice, and I will talk to you later. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Inspire Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.